Another week. Another talking dirty. Oh! Oh! The boys are back in town. Oh. Vacation time's over. This week, we have for you in the NFL the Steelers' schedule released. And we're going to give our predictions for the future season here. Then in the NBA, we break down the uh, playoffs that we've already gone through, and as well as Patrick Beverly being a piece of shit. Yeah. Then over in pop culture, we break down our review for the Doctor Strange movie Multiverse of Madness, finally, now that we're back in session here. And then we also go over the Lakers show finale, the She-Hulk trailer that just dropped, and the Boys Season 3 trailer. And then we wrap it all up with some nice jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Yeah, uh, if your house needs a paint job, <laughs> call Kent's Brothers Painting. <laughs> uh, very reliable. They do a good job. The best. The best, Jerry. The, the best, best around. Nothing will ever keep them down. Um, yeah, call in today to get a free estimate. I'm pulling up the number. Hold on. 412-784-1577. Once again, that's 412-784-1577. Call them. They do a good job. Also, koozies for sale, $7 yeah. a piece. Um, you can see it in use on our Instagram account and TikTok account. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with that being said, let's get into it. Free estimates. Free estimates on the painting or the koozies. Why not both? All right. I mean, I'll, I'll freely tell you what the koozie's like. Yeah. How successful it's made my hands warm and my beer cold. Yeah, and less slippery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the condensation's a killer. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> And before we get into it, Ryan, how you doing? Peach! Peach, yeah, first five points. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm doing good. The Heat are up 1-0, and the game just started for game two, and we're up 5-0. So, I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm doing. I don't know how I'm doing. Oof. I don't know how I'm doing. 5-3. Just like Vacation is cool, but I don't know how I'm doing. I'm confident, yet. So, confidence level right now? I'm confident, yet nervous. I honestly would say my confidence level is like a 60-40. Okay, okay. That's expected. That's, that's a good level of confidence, I feel. Yeah. Not too, uh, not overconfident, but not underconfident. I'm not, I'm not like, underestimating the Celtics. I, I would start to lose my confidence in the third if it was heavy Celtics, you know? Well, I mean, I'm not talking about the series, not this game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But the series in general, I don't know. I think, I think I we're going to win. I was saying confidence in the game. Oh, uh, the confidence in the game, uh, I'm more... 55. 50, 55, 45. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How are Still you doing? Still a decent level. Still a decent level. Yeah, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing all right, man. Um, I just went through hell of work, though. So, you, you ever have those moments at work where it's like, hey, we need you to stay longer these two random days. Yeah. And your salary, so fuck you. Yeah, it does me today. I stayed late today and tomorrow yeah, yeah. and I'd, yesterday. I'd be there the past two days from seven to uh, seven to one on Tuesday, and then one to seven uh, yesterday. I was just dead. <laughs> but it was like it was like uh, all the caregivers for the company was coming into the office, and it was like a whole bunch uh, of like 
talking and just like bullshit you know what i mean rallying like, the troops yeah kind of thing and it was like dude i'm drained like yeah i, I came bet. home i just ate like a food real quick and then passed out yeah i, I woke I up at like fucking five in the morning like what happened like, <laughs> where am i yeah, where am i yeah i i, I feel that but it's nice. over it's looking good That's this good. weekend it's gonna get good it's gonna nice good. nice but all right <laughs> let's get into it this week um Leading off, you got some stuff on the MLB here. Just one thing. Yeah. Uh, one of the funniest things ever happened uh, the other day. Uh, Pirates versus Reds. Is it the, funnier than the guy pitching on LSD? And that's sick. <laughs> that's not funny. That's legendary. True. More sick than funny. Yeah. But no, um, the Reds had a no-hitter against the Pirates. Yeah. But the Pirates still won. Ooh. So this is the sixth time in MLB history it ever happened. <laughs> Only six. 200 and some years. The ghost only yeah. six times. There you go, Gabe. Um, only six times this ever happened. Um, so the Pirates, I, I think they had a couple walks or whatever, but the mm. one that scored was a fielder's choice. So there's oh. someone, someone, someone got to uh, third. Okay. And there's a ground ball in the infield, and they played it the first and took the out instead of trying to stop the person scoring. So that doesn't count as a hit because they could have easily stopped the run from happening. Yeah. So that's yeah, so it doesn't run. count as a hit on oh, the score wow. thing, <laughs> but it still happened. Yeah. And they, we still scored off of it. Yeah. And uh, the, like the the batter doesn't get the RBI, the pitcher doesn't <laughs> get the hit, but we still like got a run in, um, and that's so that's hilarious. how the no hitter happened. Like that's the only run that was scored the entire game, <laughs> and it came off of a not hit technically. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the reason it happened. Even Once again, more fitting it was against the Reds. And the Reds have been so bad this year. Yeah, we have not been much better, and they actually, I think, won the series before. <laughs> so just to be able to win a game after they had a sick no hitter is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I got for MLB. I promise I'll get more MLB here eventually. Right, we're getting to that time soon, but uh, yeah, all my focus is on the playoffs right now, so I don't really care about baseball. For both right. hockey and basketball, I've been focused on the playoffs. Well, speaking of hockey, um, do we want to discuss what took place over vacations? Um, no. Yeah, we're just gonna skip it. I, don't know. I have a whole. Let, let's get like let's get like up like a considerable amount like we're going to, and let's just fold. Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a whole paragraph right now. Can we just read it word for word? Okay, yeah. Actually. I wrote it when I wrote it after the loss. I mean, oh, God. not after the loss, but like the next day when oh, I was doing yeah. notes, like okay, I should get out of the way. To sleep on the words. And I didn't look anything up. I just wrote from the heart. <laughs> um, so the Pens blew a three-one lead thanks to the rest and the Rangers being scumbags, uh, taking Sid out of Game Six and most of Game Five with a cheap shot. Uh, we lost in Game Seven in overtime, which only happened because uh, I forget who the Rangers and Pens players were, but a Rangers player literally ripped the helmet off of one of our guys and thinks that stupid helmet roll. He had to leave the ice, and they gave the Rangers a five-on-four, and they scored on that five-on-four to tie it up. But the Rangers fan thinks it's fair when a and, and Pens fans fans are apparently crying about it. Um, and then I, after that, I wrote, "New York fans are just annoying as Boston fans. The only difference is they don't win." All right, bud. As a, as a resident Knicks fan, I'm kind of upset with that statement. But it's true. <laughs> it's true. And not necessarily the Knicks, but like 
kind of the Knicks too. Remember the beginning yeah, of the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bing bong, like yeah, all that yeah, shit. Like, they're making like the Knicks are the best team ever and they make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. The, like, look at Yankees fans, dude. They, they always go like the 27 rings or whatever they have mm-hmm. and like they haven't done shit in so long. Yeah. Like they flex like Boston fans flex, but Boston has a more recent history of winning as well as historically winning. Yeah. That's and cool. New York fans haven't won shit like recently. The last title they won was what? The uh, Giants? And they beat Tom Brady? Uh, Across major sports. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's nuts. Wait, didn't the Rangers win sooner? No, the Rangers hasn't won since the 80s. Uh, okay. Or 90s. What about... Islanders haven't. The yeah, Jets the haven't. haven't. The Knicks haven't. The Nets haven't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The only thing would be the Yankees, but I think the Yankees' last one was like... The Jets got close with the AFC title games. Yeah. Those years before Sanchez did the butt fumble. Yeah, but think about it. Think about how much New York fans talking. That's that's, that's one's the last time they won that's is fair. Eli Manning getting lucky against the Patriots for the second time. It's crazy. I, I don't know if you can call it luck after you did it the second time. Yeah, but first remember, time, yeah. But second time, I mean, I'm trying. Like, I'm I love defending the, the Eli Manning shit, but just because I'm yeah, anti uh, right now. New York fans yeah. right now. Uh, I'm like, also gonna say that one of the one of the scores that the Giants had was. Tom Brady throwing an intentional grounding in the end zone for a safety in the ball back that second game. Okay. It's yeah. pretty lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the, anything else for NHL? Uh, also, yeah, I have a couple. I have the, all the playoff stuff real quick. Um, also, Crosby says he's playing on staying at least playing at least three more years. At least three more years. Uh, we might most likely get rid of Rust. We'll most likely get rid of Malkin or Latang. Yeah. One of the, one of the two. Probably um, Latang. Probably Latang, maybe both. I don't know. Um, the rest of the series, in a quick sum up, uh, the Canes beat the Bruins in seven, Panthers beat the Caps in six, Blues beat the Wild in six, Oilers beat the Kings in seven, Avs beat the Preds in four, Flames beat the Stars in seven, um, there's a lot of game sevens, yeah. and the Lightning mm-hmm. took up the Maple Leafs in seven, the last time the Leafs were in a play- won a playoff series, ready for this, I got a screenshot. Okay. The last time they won a playoff series, oh, I deleted it, but I have it in my deleted files. Um, Shrek 2 was about to debut. Ooh, great movie. William Hung goes on American Island and sings She Bang, She Bang, She oh, Move, wow. She Move. That was a while ago. The hit TV show Friends was still on air. Oh, jeez. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg officially launches the Facebook. And Vince what? Carter and Chris Ball, uh, Chris Bosch were Raptors teammates. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's a yeah. long time. I feel bad for the Maple Leafs, kind of. That is kind of crazy. Um, but right now, the series are the Canes versus the Rangers. The Rangers are going to get swept by the shitty-ass... I mean, not the shitty-ass game. The shitty-ass Rangers are going to get swept by the Canes. Um, the Lightning are playing the Panthers of Battle of Florida. That should be interesting. Yeah, I'm pulling for the Panthers, I think. I am, too. I think the Lightning won game one, though. But, yeah, fuck them. You know, I, I am rooting for the Panthers, too. The Panthers are Miami, basically. So, yeah. go Miami. And then, on the other side, you have the... Avalanche versus the Blues. I think the Avalanche are winning that pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And then the Battle of Alberta. The two remaining Canadian teams, you got the uh, Oilers versus the Flames. Okay. Yeah, so you have the Battle of Florida and the Battle of Alberta. Oh, shit. The Prez is courtside. Who? Portnoy. Oh, where? Uh, he's right past the guy in the blue suit there on the far right. Oh. Yeah, he's got a uh, 33 Celtics jersey on. He's with, his, uh, he's with his dime piece, girl. Yeah. I had to help this... Heat went right in his face. 
Because he lives there. in Miami. But, all right, anything else for NHL? Oh, I see him. Yeah. Um, no, that's all I got for NHL. All right, let's take it over to NFL. Um, leading off, so the Vikings are experimenting with running back Dalvin Cook on wide receiver routes, apparently. That makes sense. You th- I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I like this. I mean... The what, just line up in the slot sometimes? Yeah. That's not crazy. It's not crazy, no, but I don't know. Isn't Dalvin Cook like 5'10"? Five, five, yeah, he's not tall. Yeah. Like, I don't see it working out when you have, like, Thielen, Jefferson. Their tight end's pretty, like, decent. Yeah. Yeah, but the, you know that his routes are going to be like little quick oh, slants. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky shit. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're not going to probably like send like Thielen and Jefferson deep, and then have oh, I see Porter on that scumbag. <laughs> um, then the Eagles went out and signed cornerback uh, James Bradbury to a one-year, ten million dollar deal. So the Eagles just keep adding, man. I can't yeah. stop. I they, could this be like another. Another example of the like, OA Dream Team. Yeah, they, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think it's that good yet. They'd have to get somebody nuts. If they would got Devontae Adams and snuck AJ Brown in in the draft, yeah, yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, Could you imagine true. going from no receivers to like the best core in the team in the league? That would be crazy because they also have Devontae Smith. If they would have had all three, oh yeah, holy fuck, yeah, yeah. And then they got they got did they uh, get someone last year too? Um, Rangor, he sucked, didn't he? No, no, they got somebody else. Um, Who else they get? Somebody that like wasn't great, but had a decent name. That it was like maybe, but then it just did not happen. I'm gonna look up their depth chart. Yeah. Um. Then former running back for the Bears, Tariq Cohen, tore his Achilles again during a workout on Tuesday. Um. So he was. That's now going to be two Achilles in a row. Damn. And it, it, his career is probably over. I yeah, mean, it sucks. That's tough. For a running back, too. And that sucks for Bears fans. I love Tariq Cohen, man. He was great, but it's a shame. Um, Then Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel expects running back Raheem Mostert to play in week one. So I guess he won the battle um, of, like, what, eight running backs on that team. Mm -hmm. So Mostert's getting the start. Looks like it. I don't know. We'll see. Who else do they have? Uh, They also have... um, the same guy that they had before, Gaskin. Yeah, Miles Gaskin. They still have, uh, or they got, no. I want to say Melvin Gordon. No. no. the Broncos retained Melvin Gordon. I'll look it they up. got Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is definitely it. They got Chase Edmonds. So, like, right there, that's three RB1s on your roster. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um, and then free agent running back Philip Lindsay agreed to a one-year deal with the Colts. I like this. I like that, too. That's a good... Like, so you have Jonathan Taylor, your first two down back, and then you fill Blinsley, throw him in the third downs. Little screenplay actions. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a good move. Then the Dolphins are signing the uh, linebacker Melvin Ingram to a one-year, $5 million oh, deal. I also... Sorry, I was looking up to... They oh, also yeah. have Sandy Michelle. Huh? The Dolphins also have Sandy Michelle. Oh, yeah. That's the other guy they got. So four guys. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, Melvin Gordon to the Dolphins as well. Then the NFL is meeting with quarterback Deshaun Watson this week in Texas to determine his future in the league. So pretty much how many games is he serving for a suspension. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully all of them. Hopefully, yeah. At least more than half. Yeah, we say. Um, And then the Packers signed cornerback Jair Alexander to a four-year, $84 million deal. So that's more money they have not spent on the receiver. It's wild. (laughs) 
They literally just kept Aaron Rodgers and got rid of everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, Saints signed uh, wide receiver Jarvis Landry. I think we may have said that last week, but it was like pretty high up on the list, so um, I figured I'd mention it again. Yeah, I don't remember saying it, actually. Then I think we are saying he was visiting with them, and now it's official. Yeah, it might have also. I also kind of remember it, so it might have just been. Mm. Then the uh, Raiders went out and traded their wide receiver, Brian Edwards, to the Falcons for probably Snickle Fritz because he's not a great mm. receiver. No, absolutely. But low-key, Brian Edwards on the Falcons, deep sleeper fantasy. I'm calling it now. Really? Deep sleeper. Like, you can get this guy probably in the 10th round. That's true. Who else do they have? They got they drafted London Drake. London they Drake. Kyle Pitts, who's not like great, you know. Yeah, because they had nobody. Yeah, they had nobody. Who did nothing, and they also have they got another guy, um, um, from the Bucks. Um, uh, one of the one of the random Bucks guys, I think. What position? Wide receiver. I look it up. One of the guys below, like the big three: A. B. Mike Evans and Godwin. And not Scotty Miller. Because he's a little yeah. white boy. Yeah. That Tom Brady needs to have, contractually have to have on the team. Mm, yeah. Right, I'll look it up, I'll look it up. Yeah, the insert white person. Mm-hmm. Insert white receiver. Short, white, fast receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short, white, fast receiver. Um, You got it? I don't see anyone that name sticks out to me. Just look up the Falcons' current wide receiver. I, I have it up. Uh, okay, let me see. It's Zacchaeus? No, it's... uh. Wait, I thought the Falcons got somebody. So I'm saying, I don't see is anything. this last year's? That's this is current. Because look, it has Brian Edwards. Uh, yeah, and Marietta. That's like currently huh. on ESPN. Maybe it's a different team then. Maybe it's a different position. Yeah, it could be. Either way, fuck it. Right. Maybe I messed up. Um, and then Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy posted his bond following his arrest on second degree criminal tampering charges and domestic violent enhancer. I don't know what that means. I don't know what a domestic violence enhancer is. I don't know either, but look at that. Is it like a wife beater? Oh my god, that's bullshit. Look at how clean this block is. They caught a foul on that. Oh uh, yeah, that's, that's all ball. That's all ball. That's ridiculous. That was a sick block too. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Not no, you're sorry, good. But his next court date is uh, the end of May on the 31st. So we'll see. I mean, it's probably going to be like a one, two game suspension maybe. That's about it though, I would imagine. Oh yeah, probably. Then the Steelers this past week released their schedule for the NFL season this next year. So I was going to go through it, and we were going to say what we thought, okay? It starts off kind of shitty. All right? All right. So we have the at Cincinnati, September 11th. No, we'll, we'll get their ass. For, I don't know. For America? <laughs> Dude, I mean... For America? When the team that usually loses the Super Bowl does really good at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but for America... Then we go to, uh, and then we go to Foxborough, I think. No, we play the Patriots here. No, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just at Gillette, or sorry, in Heinz Field against the Patriots. Week two. Week two. All right, 0-2. Oh 0-2, and oh and yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Then we go uh, to Cleveland to play the Browns with probably no Sean Watson. All right, so one, one, one and so two. So one and two. Then we play the Jets. At, at two home. and two. So two and two. I really want to do that game. Then we play. Just so, just so, watch the Steelers run off the score. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. so fun. Then, uh, then we play at the Bills in Buffalo. Oh, they're gonna win this year because we won last year. Two and three. Yeah, exactly. Two and three, and then the Bucks visit Heinz Field. 
Two and four. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> then we play at Miami. All right, three and four. I'll get three maybe, four, maybe yeah, if yeah. that's the borderline. Because it's gonna be hard with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. I don't know. Yeah. Then uh, going to Philadelphia, October thirtieth. Four and four, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Then the Saints visit the Steelers November thirteenth for the Battle of Black and Gold. That's that's very questionable. I'd, I think we got. I'd it. give us the win on that though. Yeah, I think so yeah, too. Five Just because we're home. Yeah. Uh, then we have the Bengals come to Heinz Field. That's where I see us winning if we're beating the Bengals one game. I'd rather. I think. I, I think we have a better chance week one than we do week whatever when they're warmed up. We're mm. gross. Okay, let's say we split. So was it yeah, six yeah. and four? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have Steelers going to Indianapolis to visit the Colts. Uh, six and five. They're gonna beat us. Yeah. Then we go to Atlanta. Nice. If we bring Matt Ryan with seven, us. Yeah, seven and five. Yeah. And then we go uh, have the Ravens visiting at home. Eight and five. Okay. We'll, then, we'll lose to them at home. They're then we go to Carolina to kick the shit out of them. Eight Although five. I could see that being a game where it's like, we should win this. And yeah. then it's like they lose it. Yeah, so, say we win that If not them. that week, then this week when the Raiders come to Heinz Field. Yeah, so let's just call it nine and four. Yeah. No, nine, I mean, nine and six, sorry. Um, that'll be the Raiders game will be Christmas Eve. Ooh, I the PM know. game too. So this is gonna be like when you're getting ready for bed, putting out milk and cookies. For yeah, no, not no, no, not ten and six. Okay. No, ten, okay. Yeah, no, ten and five. Whatever. Yeah. And then New Year's Day, the Steelers going to Baltimore. We're gonna lose that Probably. ten and six. Yeah. And then the Browns visiting Heinz Field. Ten, eleven and was it? 11 and 6, 10 and 7, I could see. 10 and 7? Yeah. I see 10 and 7. 10 and 7, but there's a lot of games that are very borderline. So I think we lose to the I think we lose to the Browns at the end of the season. Okay. I think we lose to the Ravens at the end of the season. I think we lose to the Raiders. I think we go on a three-game losing streak and not the playoffs. Hate that. Hate to see that. I think it's the way it's going to be, though. It's a tough end of the season schedule. Um, but then we will beat Carolina. We'll probably beat the Ravens the first time. We'll beat the Falcons. That would be when we're like peak. You know, we beat the Falcons, the Ravens, the Panthers. We're like, oh, we're great. Yeah. And then it'll go downhill. Yeah. But I think we lose to the Colts. think we lose to the Bengals. think we beat the Saints. Probably, I'm going to say beat the Eagles, beat the Dolphins, lose to the Bucks, the Bills, beat the Jets, beat the Browns the first part of the season, lose to the Patriots and the Bengals the first part of the season. Yeah, I can see that. I don't like calls. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I see. I think we. I think we would beat the Bengals at home. I mean, either way, I don't think ten. Middle sevens, on the, I don't think there. ten and seven is enough to get to the playoffs this year in the AFC. AFC's screwed. I think. So I think twelve wins is what you need. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I'd agree with that. But that's all I have for NFL. Anything that you want to toss in? Oh uh, yeah, something the reveals. Do you want to talk about that weird ass anime thing? The the anime one was kind of sick. Um, Chargers. I didn't hate that one. I hate anime, but I didn't hate that because I thought it was hilarious. They threw the uh, Urban Meyer thing in there. Yeah. Urban Meyer oh, was yeah. the Jaguar at the bar sitting there. <laughs> yeah, that that was great. That mm-hmm. was fantastic. Um, the Avatar with Keenan Allen being Avatar. Yeah, that was, was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, the Seahawks did a really good one, too. 
they basically took the whole team in to the office and said, all right, here's your schedule. And this listed off the worst possible schedule ever. And just, just recorded everyone's like Broncos, a hidden camera. Broncos week one. <laughs> yeah. It was like uh, a, a hidden camera. Just like capture all of them. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's very funny. But all right. All right. Uh, well, let's take it over to NBA. Yep. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right. NBA, we are recording before the big Heat Celtics game tonight on Thursday because I don't want to be distracted <laughs> during the game. I want to actually watch it. Um, but yeah, we are in the conference finals. We have mm-hmm. uh, the final four teams, which is a pretty cool group of people, cool group of teams. But uh, <laughs> except for one, which one? Take a guess. Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> Uh, but if it's cool that he beats them. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. All right, well, let's actually get to where we are now. Let's, go, let's rewind a little yeah, bit. Let's take a look track. back in the semifinal round because last time we talked, no teams won their series yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's first go to the Celtics and Bucks. That went to seven games, and obviously the Celtics won that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celtics were just a better team. Uh, the only reason the Bucks really kept the fight in this whole series was because the honest and got the seven. Um with no Chris Middleton, it's tough. You have no help. Yeah. Uh, and fun fact, Giannis was the first person in NBA history to have 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 50 assists in one playoff series. I saw that. That's insane. That's, nuts that, that's just man. insane. That was a nuts that. I saw it. I was like, that's like nuts. Yeah, that's and that's. And then he lost that. It's just. Yeah, but losing it's because they just didn't have enough yeah. help. The Celtics, Celtics are a better team, like overall, than the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but Robert Williams did miss last series, literally like the last three games of the series. But he played game one against the Heat, um, and then Grant Williams has been kind of been like emerged as a solid option for Boston. Um, he definitely played a big role in them winning uh, at least game seven. Like he, mm-hmm. I think he dropped like I think he had the most points on the Celtics in game seven. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, um, but and he won my uh, game one. He won my. First basket. basket. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I threw on like three heat players and I threw on him, and he had the best odds out of everybody, so it was sick. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, the Celtics won that series. They're just the better team. Uh, so obviously, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. The other team in the Eastern Conference Finals with them are uh, my Miami Heat. Uh, the Heat took care of business uh, against the Sixers and Six. Um, during the game, Danny Green left with a torn ACL early, torn ACL and LCL. Fuck. Uh, that's rough, man. And it was the worst. I'm pretty sure Joel B just landed on him, on his knee. Oh, uh, that's how it happened? That's, yeah, like he it, fell. It's, it's the worst when, like, your teammate hurts you. Yeah, I think he, yeah, like, Dan Green's on the ground, and Joel B jumped for a rebound, and he just landed on, like, Dan Green's knee, which sounds really Like, painful. I feel like it's just bad communication, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but there's a lot of, not drama, but, like, a lot more headlines coming out of this series than the other one, just because mm-hmm. when you're dealing with Philly... You're dealing with a bunch of bullshit, uh, yeah, especially yeah. with James Harden on that side. So after the game, apparently uh, Daryl Morey said that Glenn uh, will be back. He won't be fired, even though a lot of Sixers fans think Glenn should be fired. Yeah. Which I, the, I a lot of people are, a lot of people are seeing the light. I've been preaching for years. Doc yeah, Rivers man, sucks, yeah. um, but he's Morey, serviceable. But when you get to the, when your team trying to win titles, he's not a good coach. No, definitely not. But like if he was like go play for the Kings, coach for the Kings, mm-hmm. great move. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he he would be good at getting a irrelevant franchise to the playoffs and make them mm-hmm. relevant. Mm-hmm. But if you give him a good franchise or a good team and 
Nope. He's not going to get you Nothing. there. Second round exit every single time. Almost mm-hmm. every single time. Like clockwork. Uh, but, yeah, Maury said that Glenn will be back as head coach, and they'll actually work with him to try to improve the roster. So we'll see how that goes. It's better than getting James Harden and getting rid of your cancerous Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do better for him. Yeah, or we'll get James Harden instead. And we'll Oh, yeah, by the way, we'll trade a lot of our depth and a first-round yeah. pick for it, too. Oh, yeah, true. That's fair. That's awful. Um... Harden, speaking of him, says he wants to remain a sixer long term. Um, Apparently, he has an option this year to stay inside. He has like an option that he can opt in. Uh, But right now, his contract is really, really, really bad, like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people think he might opt out of his contract just so he could sign uh, a more long term deal where they can spread his money around. To make it more friendly for the team. So we'll see if he does that Is or this not. the third time that he said he wants to remain with the team that he's on? Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably. He said it for the Rockets. I don't know if he said it for the per- Nets. I, I thought he did at one point. but I Maybe when he first got traded there, he said, I mean, yeah, I want to sign an extension. <laughs> I don't know. Or he at least said it for the Thunder. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's, don't know. Uh, it's usually like the precursors to... All right, and now Harden's on a different team. Yeah, Harden <laughs> might be on the move, um, which actually we'll get to that later with Pat Beverly because he got kind of put in his place, not knowing shit. Good, good, good. Um, what was next? Oh, Joel Embiid, switching to the next person. Joel Embiid basically said that how he misses Jimmy Butler and wishes <laughs> the team kept him around. And Jimmy also kind of seemed like... He said, I forget, I don't have the quotes exactly written down. Yeah, yeah. But Joel Embiid was basically just saying how he's a killer and he wishes he was still on the team and wished the team did everything they could to keep him around. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy Butler, before that even, said Joel Embiid is one of his most favorite teammates ever played with. Yeah. And it's really great, but he really likes it in Miami. So, like, he thinks ultimately he made a good decision. Didn't he yeah. also, like, endorse him for MVP, too? He, yeah, right. Yeah. Before, during the series, he said Joel Embiid's absolutely the MVP. Yeah, so, yeah I think I remember that, too. Um, yeah, I mean, I think those two have a really good relationship, and I think Jimmy's happy where he is. Is Joel unhappy where he is? Is Joel going to come to the Are, are you trying to get into Miami Heat Joel Embiid talk? Uh, which I did before. <laughs> Remember, I, I had it a while ago. Yeah. When we first saw Jimmy Butler, I thought it was going to happen. Um, no, I don't think it's going to happen. But it seems kind of like those two like want to play together again. Yeah, the writing might be on the wall. And Jimmy's saying he's happy in Miami. I, I just think there's... It's going to come down to like Joel Embiid like, forcibly removing himself from the Sixers. Mm-hmm. There's no way the Sixers are going to let him go, especially after losing Ben Simmons. I know. And spewing off for the last decade, trust the process with these two. I know. <laughs> yeah, but think about different teams. But think about well, the trust the process is mainly about Joel. So imagine if Joel comes to South Beach, we win. <laughs> yeah, we can post trust the process. Yeah, true. We can get back with to with, okay. with Joel where like holding the trophy <laughs> in Miami. That'd be sick. Oh man. Um, <laughs> then last thing about this series is this was the greatest part about it. After we won. Jimmy was going back to the locker room, and he just yelled, "You chose to buy Toby over me, or Tobias over me? <laughs> oh, you chose Tobias Harris over me. You chose Tobias Harris over me, mm-hmm. over me. Like he's like like is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Q Owen, our mad Philly fan, who's a scumbag Philly fan, he <laughs> was claiming that uh, the Sixers actually gave Jimmy Butler a max contract offer, and he said no. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked into it, and there's just as many there's just as many sources saying that was fake as there was saying that it was real. 
Huh. And, I, and what I really saw was that the team didn't want to keep Jimmy Butler around because he didn't get along with Brett Brown and Ben Simmons, two guys who are I'm not there anymore. anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's... Yeah, so I don't know what, what to believe because he's claiming that, and I did see articles saying that. Mm-hmm. But I also, like I said, saw, saw articles that said that was never like confirmed, that he turned down a max contract. So I don't know, but regardless, it's just funny. Uh yeah, so it's the Heat, Celtics, and the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's take a look at the West I mean, how real you quick. I see him turning it down if, like, you're, I mean, back at that day, if you're looking at that team, they're probably not getting rid of Ben Simmons at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's a young player. He's probably going to be with the team forever. Yeah. You probably wouldn't want to sign anything long-term. Yeah. Either if you didn't but like him. he was referring to that in the, uh, because, like, he's young. You picked Tobias Harris over me. Yeah. That's he's true. saying Jimmy Butler's just yelling that. It's not really true. But also, why would Jimmy Butler just yell that? Yeah. That wasn't true. Like he is, was he able to gain from that? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was definitely... Uh, Whether he chose to leave or they didn't, what they yeah, wanted it, to leave. It was definitely something he's been like circled on the calendar for a while. That's oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, over to the West. Uh, the Warriors beat the Grizzlies, Grizzlies in six, but in game five, the Grizzlies without jaw destroyed the Warriors. Yeah, it's crazy. 134 yeah. to 95. No, it was disgusting. Um, there's even... <laughs> The, the lead was even bigger than that at some point in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and then uh, the B-Squad came in and made it serviceable. It was, it was wild. I don't get it. We were, we were at this bar at Cool Cat Lounge mm-hmm. watching it, and it was just nuts. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was really <laughs> drunk. I thought I was just wasted, and I was like, I was like looking at the TV like, what's happening? Cause that there was, was another game we get into that I, I thought I was wasted when I looked at the score. Uh, oh yeah, the next yeah the next the next matchup. <laughs> yeah. um, but finishing up on the Warriors Grizzlies uh, after the Warriors finally won, Curry said the sky's the limit for John Morant. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also after the loss, Dylan Brooks from the Grizzlies took a shot at the Warriors, saying we're younger and they're getting older. They know that uh, we are going we're going to come every single year. So <laughs> he just, he just like basically described what ages aging is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like yeah, they're getting older. Will be back in like. Next year. The Probably Grizzlies are going to be there for the next couple of years. Yeah. But they're mm-hmm. going to be contenders in the West every single year for the next couple of years. Yeah. They might even be a one seed threat next year, too. Oh, definitely. Wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt either. I'm kind of out in the Suns, which we'll get into now. Mm-hmm. The Mavericks ended up beating the Suns in seven games. Game seven was all Mavericks. At halftime, Luka Doncic had 27 points, and the Sun as a whole team had also had 27 points. Yeah. Um, Luka finished with 35. <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie finished with 30. Jalen Brunson, 24. On the other side, Aiden had five, Booker had 11, and Chris Paul had 10. Um, fun fact, Luka Doncic and Spencer Dinwiddie were the first teammates since Shaq and Kobe to have 30 or more points in Game 7 playoff game. Wow, okay. That's kind of wild. Um, um, but yeah. That yeah. was this game where I looked at the score at halftime, and I thought I was drunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, the Mavs are up 40 at half? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. It's insane. This game was, I think, <laughs> going on during the... Uh, Penn's playoff game. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't really watching that yeah, this game, but I just kept checking the scores. Yeah. And my dad was cheering for the Suns, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, dad, bad news, <laughs> bad news." Like what? I told him the halftime score. He's like, "No way." <laughs> Twenty-seven points in a single half is wild. That's depressing. Chris Paul had one point at halftime, and they know what they have to do, right? It's caught that broad. Oh, absolutely! I'm they, surprised they he wasn't there. Again. Surprised he wasn't there. In, yeah, there she wasn't have, there in the locker room. That's got to be like an annual thing, like the Cougar in Blue Mountain State. They yeah. got to keep that rotation going every year. Each each rookie that comes in has to get sucked mm-hmm, off. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Exactly. Um, but yeah, going off Chris Paul, we'll get into him later with Pat Beverly. But 
he sucked the series, uh, but even though he's even though he played like the worst probably ever in a playoff series, he uh, said he's not retiring. Yeah, he's thirty-seven. I mean, they did give him a shit ton of money, so why mm-hmm. would you retire? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like an absurd amount of money now, looking back at it too. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> way too much money for that age. <laughs> for that, especially age. now you're seeing it. Like, I mean, why wouldn't you come back and get your bag, dude? Like, yeah, apparently he was hurt this whole series, which we'll get into with Patrick Beverly. But basically, Patrick Beverly said, "I don't know if you saw this part of it." He said he tweeted during the game, "I watched the incoming like injury excuse." Yeah, and, I, there, and then right after the game, Chris Paul said, "My quads hurt." Yeah, I mean. I agree. I say that all the time with these series, and I was saying that then. Like, yeah. Everybody says after a playoff loss, especially a bad one like that. Mm. Oh man, my my quad, my fucking shoulder, mm-hmm. like oh, all this, all that, like stuff hurts all of a sudden, and then I have to get surgery, and then like I can't play basketball or football or whatever it may be for like four weeks. Yeah. 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 Um. So the uh... well, so take a second to congratulate Chris Paul because mm-hmm. right before this game, maybe or during the series, at some point, he said he's addicted to the NBA Finals. <laughs> so let's congratulate him for getting sober. Um, one year sobriety, one couple days sobriety. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, he's at the uh, NBA Finals a whopping one time his entire career, and he said he's addicted to going to the I'm NBA Finals. To it now, like, like well, yeah, kind of not. Well, good good for you, Chris Paul. Good for you. Oh, fuck these scumbags. Uh, you, you can tell those guys were, like, way too loud for the situation. Oh, yeah. Look at Bernie. He's a beast. All right, this is a pregame for the uh, Heat. Yeah, you're already in the zone things. now. I know. I'm getting so distracted already. <laughs> oh, there. This power, I need to power through so there's not awkward pauses anymore. Um, anyway, the conference finals. Let's get into it. Uh, let's do the Warriors-Mavericks. Game one was last night. The Warriors won pretty handily. Um, they had seven players scoring in seven digits, but... Realistically, the biggest impact uh, on the game was the fact that Andrew Wiggins had some tough defense on Luka, only holding him to 20 points, and Luka shot 6 for 18, which if Luka's not scoring 40 points a game, this team's screwed. I mean, that's why they got him. That's why they went out and got Wiggins in the offseason, and yeah. it's it re- hasn't really showed it was panning out until now. Yeah, so, absolutely. That's good. Hopefully he keeps... Well, not hopefully, but... Let's see if he keeps it up. Yeah. No, no, not... Hopefully... Actually, I don't know. I only want them to win this series, so... I'm kind of pulling for the Mavs. Like, that'd be kind of yeah. sick. Like... All right. Well, actually, we'll, we'll put up in there for a second. Because yeah, after okay. we do the other series, I want to hear our guard predictions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we can talk about that stuff. Um, from the other end, the Heat, there's a lot more to deal with this game than the last game. Uh, but the Heat won on Tuesday night. They play again right now while we're recording. Um, they're about to start up. Uh, in game one, the Celtics didn't have Al Horford or Marcus Smart. Um, the Heat didn't have Kyle Lowry. Al Horford had COVID. He's cleared. He is playing tonight. Um, the rumor was he wasn't vaxxed, so that would be nice. Oh, that would have wow. been huge because that would yeah. be two weeks. Uh, but, no, he's vaxxed. He's playing tonight. Um, and then on the other end, Marcus Smart, he played in game seven. He said he had a bruised foot or something. Uh, but we did see him on the sidelines last game, so I told Brett like he's probably gonna be back this game. Yeah, and he is. He's he he is playing tonight. Um, the sec the Celtics were in command for most of the game, especially in the first half. I think they're up by eight and a half, but but they're up like thirteen, like in the last minute of the fourth quarter. Um, but what happened it really t- changed the tide of the game. The Heat went on twenty two to two on the start the third quarter, and we didn't look back from there, and we ended up we ended up winning. Um, 
Jimmy Buckets dropped 41 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, and 3 blocks while shooting 63% from the field. He's the only Heat. He is the only Heat player to have three 40-point, five-assist, five-rebound playoff games in franchise history. Two players have two. Who are they? Wait, you're going to have to repeat the question. Oh, bud. Let's go through it again. It's all right. Bud. Jimmy Butler had 41 points, nine rebounds, five assists, four steals, three blocks, and shot 63% from the field. He's the only Heat player to have three 45-5 playoff games in franchise history. Two players have two. Who are they? Dwayne Wade. Yes. And LeBron James. Yes. Um, won't trivia this next one, but Jimmy Butler, uh, this was Jimmy Butler's fifth 40-point playoff game in uh, with the Heat, which is second in franchise history behind D-Wade, who has seven. Okay. Yeah, so big game for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he's uh, been he's going to be a staple of the Heat franchise for a while. Oh, absolutely. He's already an all-time Heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm – okay, we'll get into the, our predictions for this, for both series. Um, for me, obviously I'm taking the Heat. I'm saying Heat and six. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to go to seven. I also definitely think they're going to win. Uh, maybe both games at home. Kind of pull like a Philly thing. Mm-hmm. Come back here, we'll win again. Maybe take a 3-2 lead. We have two games to play with. Um, I definitely think we win tonight, 100%. You do? Yeah, I, okay. I think I think people are like putting too much credit in Al Horford and Marcus Smart. I, I think it'll it might be enough to take him over the hump just for this game, and then the Heat will figure him out for the next two games, and then it'll be a three one series. Yeah. Then the Celtics will get one. It'll be three two, and then also. 4-2 yeah, I, I the series doesn't start until a, a road team wins, so I don't want them to win. All right. Um, I hope because I that can be a momentum killer. Yeah. So I hope I hope it's not. Um, but yeah, I, I see it in six. I definitely think they can win some. I think we're just a better team overall. Uh, last game, what we did all season, our bench up, we like severely outscored their bench. Yeah. So that's huge. Um, on the other side, Warriors Mavs. I also want the Mavs to win. I don't think they will. I do too, but I don't think this is shot in hell. I think it's going to be Warriors in four or five. I was gonna say four, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say a sweep. I, yeah, I think it's sweep. I mean, I can see it, Luca it's, it's carrying him for one game. It. Yeah, it's it's easy to say that after that game, but like, mm-hmm. I'll say five. Yeah, five. Give I think Luca will get one. Yeah. Luca will get one. Um, but it's I, just they don't have anybody else. Like <laughs> nobody else. Like uh, Spencer Dinwiddie killed it, mm-hmm. but like. I don't know this. I think that's obviously partially on the Suns playing really, really bad. DeAndre Ayton didn't even play like the second half in, in Game Seven because he's like, all right, this is foul all... trouble or something. I know he just said, "I'm not doing this." <laughs> I don't know. I think they claimed he's injured, but he just straight up like, "I'm not doing this that's anymore." They gotta hit up that chick again. They have to. They're like, hey, we need round two, babe. Uh, but I really want the Mavericks to win. I like the Warriors, I like Steph, but I want them to win because one, it might be easier for the Heat, but two, Mavericks Heat round three. We won in 06, they won in 2011. A revenge game. Yes, yeah, so this, this would be a third time in the last 20 years yeah. we play. So yeah. it'd be like the rubber match. We need the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. I love a Mavs Heat part three. All right. But, yeah, we, yeah we, that's how they beat, we beat them in 06. They beat us with LeBron's first year mm. um, in 2011. All right, so, yeah, I have Heat in six and Warriors in five. All right. Let's take it for the headlines and... Then we'll send it over to Pop Culture after that. Uh, Joel Embiid actually was crowned MVP. 
Yeah, really? Yeah, by the city of Philly. Uh, okay. The most valuable Philadelphian. Uh, it's great value MVP. Yeah, dude, that's so insulting. <laughs> it's, it's insanely insulting. Like, imagine getting snubbed for MVP again. Yeah. And just a bunch of Philly like Delco dudes. You're are just like, our MVP, Joel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. They're... Thanks, Mr. Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're our MVP, bud. <laughs> I would be so pissed. I'd chuck it at a wall. Absolutely. Um... Speaking of MVP, the NBA revealed that they are will be giving out a conference finals MVP awards. So obviously they give final MVP awards out. They're going to start giving out conference finals MVPs. The e- yeah, I thought that too, but the, hear the names. Okay. The Eastern Conference MVP is the Larry Bird Award, and the Magic Johnson Award is the Western Conference one. Okay, I'm back in. I'm back in. Yeah, I was, yeah so MVPs. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the Larry Bird and Magic Johnson conference MVPs. Yeah. That is so sweet. Do you think they still hate each other? No, they're friends. They are? Yeah. They, Do you think that's just, like, for TV? No. Uh, so, <laughs> the one documentary, which one was it? Um, the 30 for 30, the announcement. Okay. Uh, that's, like, the number one uh, documentary I have for, like, the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. There's a, there's a series called, like, Bird vs. Magic. Mm-hmm. This one's way better. Okay. Um, it's all about... Uh, Magic getting HIV positive. Mm-hmm. The second that... It, Larry Bird said this in the documentary. Uh, the second he found out that Magic Johnson was test positive and he wouldn't be able to play anymore, he called Magic and like, I'm, I'm so sorry, man. Because yeah. he said... And then he started feeling like he didn't want to play basketball anymore. He said like, Magic is the reason like motivated me and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and another part of that story too, so that's when they start becoming friends when they stop playing. Okay. Because they realize like, this rivalry is just like a friendship the whole time. Mm. But it's like competitive. And then, uh, there's another story too. At one point, they film a Nike or, or Converse commercial mm-hmm. from the basketball court that Larry Bird's parents had on their farm back in Indiana. Okay. So like, Mal Larry said he was just sitting in his like his kitchen waiting for this crew and Magic to pull up. He sees a giant white limousine pull up, <laughs> and Magic comes out in the suit and like, he goes and hugs Mrs. Bird. It's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like just doing like Magic things. Yeah, yeah. And like him and like Magic sat down and had lunch together. We're BSing the whole time, and mm-hmm. they're being very friendly with each other. And then right when they're about to leave, they looked at each other. And said, All right, I hate you again. All right, same. And they just got in the car and left. <laughs> All right, fuck you. Yeah. So they're they're really good friends. They just. All right. They're good friends because of how big a rival they were. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and there's that one commercial too playing during March Madness when they're sitting in the court side, like uh, Charles Barkley and Sue Bird came, mm-hmm. and Magic was there. Then like actual Larry Bird came in, and the him and Magic dap up and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. They're they're pretty cool. Uh, the NBA going back to that's a big tangent. Holy shit! The NBA is considering a transitional a transition foul rule that will give the team one shot in the ball back if they were a victim of a transition foul. So what that means is if there's a turnover and as they go down the court, they get fouled, like intentionally fouled. Uh, um, that normally right now what happens is they take the ball, they stop, the play stops, they get the ball out of bounds, they go in. That's kind of bullshit. So now they're, they're talking about maybe adding a rule where if you do that, it's treated like a technical foul. Ooh. And you get the shot and the ball back. Damn. As long as it's not like classified a T. No, it's gonna be called. Cool. You only get like what two T's a game. Yeah, and then you're yeah, out. Yeah, then you're out. As long as they don't classify that, they they won't classify as a T. Yeah. They'll, they'll have, be its own rule. Um, but it also could still be strategy for people to do it because yeah, 
prevent a two easy two mm-hmm. for one, and you can have a chance to stop them. The other one, yeah. But if they they could also make that a three to four point swing. Yeah. So it, it gets kind of strategic, but I, I don't know. I kind of like there being a rule for that. Uh, that way you don't stop transitions because that's more fun for basketball too. If there's breakaway slams and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, next the Grizzlies are looking to keep the core group together and will be spending whatever looking to extend Jaw this off season. Who's the core group besides Jaw? JJJ, oh, uh, okay. probably Desmond Bain, uh, probably Dylan Brooks. Okay, I mean, I, I JJJ and Jaw for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Desmond Desmond Bain had a great year. I, this I think year. they would need another piece though, because like you know, teams are going to have better defense for you next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be increasingly tougher to get there. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have to make some changes and. Get some new personnel to help make that happen. Absolutely. Uh, but do you remember that one time a few years ago, the, well, who was it? The Grizzlies and someone else were in trade talks for D Brooks and the team on the receiving end thought they are getting Dylan Brooks. And the <laughs> yeah, Grizzlies thought else. they were setting him like some like 12 guy on the bench. <laughs> like I forget his name, like Devin Brooks or something. Well, you get Brooks. Like, yeah. Which Brooks? D, D Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, okay, there's yeah. two D Brooks. <laughs> I forget what, who, which team it was. I wish I did. Like, one team thought they were getting Dylan Brooks, and then the Grizzlies said, no, we're giving you the other Brooks, so that that trade just got, like, up, like dissolved. We'll give you Brooks. What do you think? I'm an idiot. Brooks who? D. Brooks. Okay, yeah. Good jo- Okay. Good yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Make sure we're on the same page here. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Uh, ooh, injury update slash... I don't know what else this would be. Carl Anthony Towns got stem cell and plasma injections in his knee to help correct his lingering uh, injuries. I mean, we'll see if it'll help. That's like the it, big thing that's been That's like, his biggest thing is he's yeah. so good if he plays the entire season, he's not played the entire season. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this could get him back on the floor more. I think the Timberwolves might have a decent chance yeah, next year. Anthony Edwards is nice. Yeah. And, and D'Angelo Russell's serviceable. Mm-hmm. And Pat Bev, he's a piece of shit, but he's good at defense. Mm-hmm. They maybe add one of one free agent or something. I don't know. Could be interesting. Uh, Nike is most likely going to not keep Kyrie Irving after this contract. Oh, no. Yeah. I wonder why. You never know. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. It could be one of the 18 different controversies <laughs> he's had. Maybe, uh, <coughs> maybe Kyrie's, uh, maybe Nike's gone broke. Maybe, yeah. No, man, no. Um, speaking of Kyrie, big shocker of the week. He says he regrets leaving Cleveland. Quote, if I was wow. in the same maturity line now and understanding of who I am, we definitely, definitely would have won more championships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think? He's saying that since he left. <laughs> Dude, LeBron still carried that scrub team without him to the NBA Finals the next two years. Yeah. Imagine if he's had Kyrie. Dude, that, that would have been, it wouldn't have been the Warriors show. It wouldn't have been. It would have been the LeBron show. Yeah. Yeah, that would be wow. huge. And that probably would have helped get someone else. Maybe they go losing next year because they get KD. Mm-hmm. Then the offseason, oh, hey, do you want to come play with Kyrie, K-Love, and LeBron? Yeah, sure. Or even move K-Love and get somebody else in. Yeah, someone mm-hmm. sweeter. That could have been completely different. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. None of it would, would have affected the Heat, so I'm cool with it. I, I'm cool if that would have happened. Sure. Um, all right. Let's get into Pat Beverly because there's a lot. You have some stuff on them too. Yeah, right? I actually have some stuff too. Yeah. Uh, so how about I go through everything I have written down, then you mm. want to add anything else onto it? Okay. Um, all right. So Pat Bev was on ESPN with Stephen A. and uh, Greeny, and he was just going nuts like all week. He was there on multiple days. Yeah, um, it was like he just like 
he showed up at the office and he was like, hey, can I like be on the show for like a week? And they're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, the, the week got cut a little short, and I feel like it's because J.J. Reddick. We need to entertain us, though. Is there anybody you have beef with in the NBA? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he started doing crazy, a bunch of different crazy takes, but the biggest one was just Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he basically said Chris Paul was trash, and he compared him to a traffic cone because he can't guard anyone. <laughs> um, I Yeah, so, guy, you want to take it away from here? Because I already mentioned the... Uh, when he tweeted, I uh, bet Chris Paul's going to have an injury. Yeah. He's going um, to use an injury as an excuse or something. Okay, wait. Okay, so there was one headline that he's... So he's going out there slandering Chris Paul, which which I get it. Chris Paul is definitely a guy who's been attributed to choking in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But he's also... It's a team sport, and he's been there with other guys for the majority of them. Yeah. In my opinion. So, like... Especially in this son's case, like we should be blaming more Devin Booker, yeah, and Aiden than Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Paul's the third guy on this team. Oh yeah, absolutely. you know, like we shouldn't be bashing Chris Paul, and he's also old as shit. It's not his fault he got all that money. They kind of threw it his way. And are you gonna say no to that kind of money? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so I don't blame him. But the one comment that Pat Beverly said was, you know, whenever I'm playing against CP3. I'm usually out all night. Whenever I'm playing against, like, Steph Curry, I'm in bed by 8. So I pulled up his stats against, uh, so Patrick Beverly's stats against Chris Paul. (laughs) Okay, so in points, when they play against each other, their averages on points, Chris Paul has 17.8, Patrick Beverly has 3, or 7.3. So Chris Paul wins that. In rebounds, Patrick Beverly has 4.3, Chris Paul has 4.1. Okay. So slightly, but like they're both point guards. So yeah, and Patrick Beverly's known to be the defensive guy. Then in assists, Chris Paul has eight point nine, and Patrick Beverly has two point one. Oof. Oof. Then steals, Chris Paul has two point four, Patrick Beverly has point nine, and then in blocks, Patrick Beverly has a slight lead with point four over Chris Paul's point one. But he's a bigger guy, yeah, more defensive guy. Yeah. So those those two stats, he's not even leading by much. Chris Paul's shredding him. <laughs> Maybe if he goes to bed by eight, he can do better get, play against Chris Paul. And then I was like, all right, I'll give Patrick Be- Beverly the benefit of the doubt and be like, let's see what he does when he does go to bed at 8 p.m. Yeah. What are you playing against Steph Curry? <laughs> <laughs> so averages, Steph Curry beats him in everything or ties him in blocks. But Steph, Steph Curry is obviously 24.8. Then 4.9 rebounds beat Patrick, Patrick Beverly's 4.1. Then he has 6.2 assists out on average compared to Beverly's 3.1. And 1.4 steals for Curry as opposed to 1.1 for Beverly. So even going to bed at 8 p.m. doesn't help the guy much. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Let's kind of like throw a curveball in this and see how Chris Paul does against Steph Curry. All right. Oh, uh, wow. So for averages, Steph Curry, 22 points. Chris Paul, 20 when they play against each other. Okay. Pretty close. Kind of contested. Rebounds. Chris Paul leads 5.1, Steph Curry 4.6. Assists. Chris Paul leads 8.1, Steph Curry 6. All right. Steals. Chris Paul 2, Steph Curry 1.6. And blocks. Curry leads by a very small margin of 0.2 points. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing he really leads them on is points when they play against each other, which is kind of expected because of his shot. Because he can shoot from anywhere. Chris Paul plays better against Steph Curry. Not knowing what time a bet he goes to, as opposed to Patrick Beverly, who goes to bed at 8 p.m. apparently. 
when he guards Steph Curry. <laughs> I was just like kind of like there's like <laughs> I was so tired of Patrick Beverly by like day two. I was like, why is oh, he still yeah. on the show? Oh, it's it's so dumb. But also, side note, they had JJ Redick on as well, mm-hmm. and they got to give that guy his own show on ESPN. Yeah, which I he's I'm... so good. Yeah, I have uh, a bunch of stuff with him too. Oh, okay, I'll, let, I'll let you go then. I'm yeah. I'm looking right now for, I know, I know he and uh, what's his face, the Damian Lillard and him went at it too. Oh yeah, and Patrick Beverly. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah, Dame was like defending Chris Paul. He's like, Dan, what did he do to you? <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is weird behavior. <laughs> yeah. and then Pat Beverly started going after Dame's and like, <laughs> like we're we're we have the same career, dude. <laughs> Like, like, like you're, what do you mean? Like, yeah, it's like, what are we talking about? Like, Patrick Beverly's never been considered MVP. Yeah, never. Oh, I'm trying <laughs> to find it, dude. That's what I've been doing. I've been looking for it because I think Meteor might have sent it to me. Um, But, like, I, I, I was just, I've been watching J.J. Reddick clips, like, on YouTube when he's, like, coming on ESPN and just completely demoralizing and being better than the analysts they have on their show. Oh, JJ's been great. <laughs> and He's just shutting up Stephen A. Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's I, fantastic. And I love uh, JJ Reddick because he's been a big Heat guy all year, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's, he's like the only person... One. He's the only person giving the Heat their flowers. Yeah, like I remember one clip, it was like, they were talking about the Lakers, but like they were like, why are we talking about the Lakers? They're trash right now. Yeah. Like the Heat are like one of the best one seeds we've seen in the past decade. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure preseason he's saying that he's going to be good, make it yeah. this far. So that's crazy. But anyway, the JJ Reddick, Pat Beverly thing, I'll get back to my notes because I can't find the other like, exact tweets. Um, but JJ just for the three days straight, everyone just like didn't say anything back to Pat Beverly. Let him do whatever. Mm-hmm. JJ Reddick comes on with him. And he just says, "No, I'm not letting this happen." So apparently, Pat said that James Harden is going to get a super max from another team that's not the Sixers. And JJ Reddick said that's literally impossible because of his contract <laughs> he currently has the only team that can offer him a super max is the Sixers. So he basically told him like. You know what we were talking about with that. And then Pat Beverly said how Jason Tatum can't play defense. And it's very like on record that he definitely is not bad at defense. And JJ just said, you must not watch any basketball outside <laughs> of the games because Jason Tatum is like one of the better two-way guys in the league. Mm. And Pat Beverly didn't have anything come back. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. I can't remember who Stephen A. was talking about, but it was uh, JJ Redick and Patrick Beverly on the show. And he was defending, Stephen A was defending some guy. And they were both just like, what are you talking about? Like, you both <laughs> see them like shrug like, like, what is this guy saying? <laughs> I can't remember who it was about. Um, maybe it was about Draymond Green and people telling him to like, sh- essentially shut up and dribble kind of thing. Yeah. But it was just like, I don't know. I can't remember, but like, I just remember their reactions. And it was like, they both shrugged at the same time and you both see like their panned face. On the panel, and it was just brilliant the way it was, like, <laughs> they captured that moment. That's great. Um, all right, the last thing I have for NBA is the draft lottery. Yeah, that happened right before the uh, game one of the Heat versus Six Celtics, mm-hmm. um, and the results are as followed. Yeah. The number I actually don't I cut cut off the fourteenth pick. The fourteenth pick was whoever who cares. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Hornets. Yeah, no, Hornets 13. So 13 pick is Hornets, 12th pick is the Clippers, 11th pick is the Knicks. Yeah, that, I mean... It just sucks because you're not going to get anyone. Yeah, really. I mean, it's 
it's fitting where we were last year, but it just sucks. Yeah, it's definitely... we're bad, but we're not bad enough. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, 14th team was... Oh, wait, that's not the right one. Sorry, I have John Paul because I want to get the 14th pick, too. The Cavs. So the 14th pick is the Cavs. 13 with the Hornets. 11 was Clip. 12 was Clippers, but it goes to the Thunder. Because, uh, okay. So Thunder has yeah. a 12th pick. Knicks are 11. Wizards are at 10. Uh, Spurs are at 9. The Lakers got eight, but that gets that was traded over to the Pelicans. Okay. For AD, I'm pretty sure a while ago. Yeah. Um, number seven, which is it sucks for them, is the Trailblazers. Yeah. Trailblazers were tied for the second best odds of getting the first overall pick. Really? They got seventh. That's tough. Yeah, it does suck. The Pacers got sixth. The Pistons also up there for tied with like one of the worst ones, and they got five. Mm. Then your top four were the Kings, Rockets, Thunder, Magic in that order. So the Kings, Kings were at four. Kings? Three was Rockets. Two was Thunder. One was Magic. Um, so one thing about this draft that I've been watching and reading and following with, um, it seems like the top three in this draft are going to be like game changers. And then the rest is Then the rest is me. Eh. Yeah. So it's going to be like you, the number one team, the Check. Magic, yeah. the, the Magic, the Rockets, and the Thunder can literally take anyone. Mm-hmm. They can take any of the three and still and be okay. Be good, yeah. yeah, like they're all three of them. It's, it's that Smith guy, it's a Paolo, and. Chet. Yeah, yeah. Holgren. Yeah. Holgren. Yeah, yeah Chet Holgren. Those three are going to be. I, Magic getting that's kind of big. I'm also kind of pulling for the Kings to get a good pick in there, too. I added. Because like, they just got Sabonis. And, and Fox. Uh, they sell Fox. They sell Fox. Get like a nice little piece in there, too. If mm-hmm. one of them falls down. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. Could be very interest- interesting. Uh, but yeah, give uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, Patrick Beverly's a piece of shit, and hopefully the Knicks can. At first, I thought he was kind of funny with the, with the Chris Paul stuff because I I I said I had a bad take a while ago because obviously this is a bad take, but I remember in college at one point I tried to convince Carmen that Chris Paul was washed up, mm-hmm. and obviously he wasn't because that was yeah, that was twenty fourteen. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. Um, but I always kind of like didn't really like Chris Paul, so like the thing is like he's old. Like, you know, it, it's like he's bashing the wrong player here for this loss. He just is bashes people when he shouldn't be bashing people. Yeah, it's like I mean I get it. Like, yeah, Chris Paul like usually loses these these game situations, but like it's team sport and also he had Doc or Glenn Rivers who was the biggest choke coach of all time, probably. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, there's so many other factors. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Remember uh, two weeks ago, whenever I was talking about how bad Glenn Rivers is, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even while even further back, he yeah, was blaming. He was literally blamed like his team, like the players on his team yeah. for blowing. That was the first round I was talking about. When he's, mm-hmm. Whenever some someone brought up how they're going to blow it against the Raptors, yeah, uh, yeah, he brought he like was blaming his team and shit for his mistakes. I feel like Patrick Beverly is the kind of guy that like. If they were both driving, like, were they both on the Clippers at the same time? No, um, okay, they got traded for each other. Oh, uh, that, yeah. So yeah. he was probably like, yeah, you know, fuck Chris Paul. Yeah, he, during that trade, he was probably like, I don't like him. Yeah, like he, I'm going in here. Everybody likes Chris Paul, remembers Chris Paul, and I got to be Chris Paul, and I'm not Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stew on this for about eight years. Then I'm gonna go on TV and talk shit on him when I have the chance to. And I feel like the Clippers <laughs> and Rockets kind of had a beef because of like the Chris Paul thing. Yeah. So that's also probably stems from it, mm-hmm. from years of those just playing against each other in Western Conference Finals. Just, yeah, I, I, I'm out. I, 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 hate, I hate Pat Beverly. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. I've been, All, right. All right. Yeah, let's take it over to Pop Culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? 
All right, and let's get into some pop culture. Leading off with movies. It's been a couple of weeks, but now we're back in the studio. We are ready to talk Doctor Strange 2, The Multiverse of Madness. So. The Multiverse of Madness. Before we left, we had our predictions, what we thought would make a great fucking movie. I said Deadpool being in it. Mm-hmm. We'll say spoiler warning now, too. But Deadpool wasn't in it. No. But what was yours? That we see John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> what fucking happened? We saw John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. Dude, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Ryan's going to cream his pants in this movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think that's a direct quote from me. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, that would make me cream my pants. <laughs> yeah. If that was in there, and I did cream my pants. <laughs> I was by myself, so it was nice. Um, it's crazy. What, what was your thoughts on the movie overall, though? Um, I, I don't want to give it a score. I want to give it a letter grade. Yeah. I have it as a solid B+. Plus. Yeah, me too. I think it's it's definitely not a 90s out of 100 type of movie. Mm-hmm. But if you mean an 85 to 90 range, like maybe like an 88, 89, I'll take that. I think at the end of the day, the trailer showed too much, like Foggy said. That would have been, been great. <laughs> if like, We didn't know about the Illuminati at all. We're yeah. nuts. Yeah, or, and, like, Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Like, that was that was an insane reveal. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, that led to us theorizing all these other things, too, you know? Yeah, I probably wouldn't have made like, the call about John Krasinski if I, we didn't know the Illuminati was going to be in it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, so, that, so, I'll say, should we just say the talk of the Illuminati now? Because I feel like that was, like, our favorite part of the, parts of the movie. Yeah, well, yeah, how about... I'll just say what I like about the movie overall, and then we'll okay. get into like that kind okay. of more specific okay. shit. I really loved Sam Raimi's directing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the horror element in this was great, and like it there's touches. a lot of like I love the score, having electric guitar every once in a while. Yeah, like that's pretty sweet. And then I also really liked Wanda as the villain. Yeah, me too. I, th- I think Elizabeth Olsen is a very very good actress. She's mm-hmm. killed it. Yeah. Um, even like the shit when she came through like that uh, the reflections in that room and she kind of did like the ring type like movement yeah. out of it mm-hmm. like that's a mixture of Sa- uh, Sam Raimi killing it with the directing like with the effects and everything too yeah and then also like Kate Olsen acting is creepy enough that you can see her character doing that yeah and like her like being in the mirror dimension and mm-hmm. getting out and like yeah. Doctor Strange like anything that's reflecting stuff cover it up <laughs> yeah and then, you see her, like, her eye out of nowhere yeah, like, yeah. And then like she's fucking like. Reaches out of the puddle. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, um, the my other favorite, my favorite part that's not Illuminati mm-hmm. is the uh, music battle. Yeah, that was so. So sick. I wasn't about it, but then I saw Danny Elfman did the music, and I was like, okay. Yeah, no, I really that liked it. I liked it then. I, was, I thought it was kind of goofy, but then as at the first time, I was like, all right. But then I was like watching it. All right. That's yeah, like sick. once he did like the one note final hit, like yeah, like, just like a stab right. When, when he grabbed like the scale and absorbed the notes yeah. and then threw it back at him, yeah, like, that was sick. Like I really liked that part a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, part I really, I I really enjoyed America Chavez more than I thought I would. I did too, actually. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I wasn't that. really big on her going in the movie. I thought she'd be kind of a throw, like not a throwaway character. So I knew she'd be a big part of it with her powers. Yeah, but like it was very well done. I liked it. I also thought, uh, very similar to you, where I thought it was going to be more two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Hey, she made portals. I'm just going to use these. Yeah. They actually gave us more American Shaws that like, I thought they wouldn't made it better for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. The second they said the Baxter Foundation, I knew John Krasinski is coming. Yeah? Yeah, I think I almost already... I, I think I 
sent you that gif of Jim when that happened. Yeah. Before I even saw him. Yeah. I, I saw the back. I heard Baxter. Yeah. And obviously, like, it, if you're talking Illuminati, you're gonna see Reed Richards. So I, I sent the Jim thing right then and there. Dude. <laughs> um. Oh, so I went in my theater whenever he popped up. Yeah. Uh, actually, I know this guy. I went separately from him, but some of my buddies, DJ. Yeah. He stood up in the middle of the theater. And went, That's my fucking guy right there. It sat back down. <laughs> it was so funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So I liked Black Bolt a lot. It was like the original Black Bolt from the Inhuman movie. Yeah, the show, yeah. And like I was like, that was that like he was sick the way they did him. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, then Patrick Stewart, that he was of course a good Captain Carter. All right. Mm-hmm. I liked how they gave her jetpacks. I did too. That was a nice little touch. I liked that a lot. Um, but Monica. I wasn't big on Monica Rambo or. Yeah, because she's senior, right? There's Monica Rambeau senior, and then oh yeah, no, that, that's uh yeah, Monica's the WandaVision. Yeah, okay, um, uh, something Rambo. Yeah, what was it? Uh, starts with M as well though. Not Michelle. Man. No. Uh, Marsha. No. Keeps AMs. Um. Maria. 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 I'll do it. Yeah. Um. What? I wasn't big on Maria Lambo. Uh. Lambo. Lambo. Rambo. Rambo. Rambo two. The Maria Lambo leap. Is it Lambo or Rambo? It's, it's Rambo. Rambo. It's Rambo. I was a big fan of Maria Rambo though. Yeah, I wasn't either because I was not really Captain Marvel. I wish they did like a. I did not want Tom Cruise as Tony Stark, but I wish they did something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there was more intelligent people that have been in like the universe. They, yeah, obviously they had like Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Um. Yeah. Or even like. An Iron Man variant didn't have to be Tom Cruise. Yeah, um, could have been Kang. Wow, like, another good Kang. Yeah, well, he, the Iron Lad was a young Kang. Ooh, that could be cool. Yeah, but you can't really because he's an uh, ancestor of Reed Richards, so mm-hmm. you can't. Ah, true. Yeah. Um, fuck, I don't. Even know. Oh, so I I heard that. What's it called? There's. Rumors that like the same rumors that also predicted some of the things are right said that they were gonna put Ben Affleck in there as Daredevil. Wow, like a variant of Daredevil. And then I also weird. I also saw someone else, another one. Uh, but I also read that before, like like a while ago, when they're casting uh, Mister Fantastic in Secret, yeah, they were gonna do Daniel Craig. Yeah, I heard that too. And then Daniel I heard... Craig was originally slated to play Mr. Fantastic and Doctor Strange, but before dropping out due to a scheduled conflict. I heard that story got leaked from his agent, though. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Dude, what if he's Doctor Doom? Ah, uh, that would be bad. I don't see Daniel Craig being that. A- everybody's Doom. like saying we should have it be Rain Wilson. And I'm like, no, that's too. It'd be so bad. That's too much. <laughs> I'd, I'd be at, I'd be out on it. <laughs> I would too. That that's like okay. Now we're too much into the real world that I can't like enjoy the movie. There was a while ago I heard this, and I just keep banking on hopefully it happens. Yeah. I heard Glenn Howerton, Dr. Doom. That'd be interesting. Because uh, there was rumors for months and just, years saying he was going to be Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I could just see the, him being like, talking with Sue Storm and be like, the implications. You bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Think about the smell, you bitch! Um, yeah, that'd be kind of sweet, though. I'd, I'd be all for it. I could be, too. Um, but I don't know. He, I don't know if he has a name notoriety to get that gig. That's a big gig. But like the coolest scene though with the Illuminati getting murked like that. Um, first off, like w- the whole like 
oh, Black Bolt could say one thing and you'll be dead with, like, you know, mm-hmm. one word from his mouth and it's like, what mouth? And it's like, whoa. <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. And then the whole fucking scene with Professor X going into the psyche of Wanda. And, and then just getting her, his neck cracked. Yeah, like that. That, that was, was crazy. A jump scare, too, with, like, zombie-looking Wanda. That was great. Yeah. Like, that whole scene made the movie up to a B for me. Like, Absolutely. If it wasn't for that, it probably would have been, like, a C. Um, I, uh, ooh, what was I going to say? Oh, I immediately thought, I texted you this too, I immediately thought of this first scene, or one of the first scenes of Avengers. Uh, whenever Omni Man just forged the Guardians of the Globe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that immediately whenever that scene with Wanda happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, what else? about this? Uh, I, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it, the rest of it. Obviously, there's some cool scenes, stuff like that. All this shit in the temple was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, Zombie Strange. That was kind of sick. Yeah, using I like using the souls as a cloak. Yeah, I liked how they brought them in. Yeah, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. The CGI was very well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the effects were on point. Uh, it was a good movie. I just... I, I hope for more. That's all. I just hope for a little bit more. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of rushed. And I think the trailers just released, like, too much information by the end of it. I agree. Because it was at the point where, like, I was like, okay, Marvel really doesn't release everything in their movie, like, yeah. for the trailer. So I was like, if we're seeing Professor X, like, this is going to be nuts. Yeah. You know? And then, like, really, Professor X is, like, the one of the five big ones. Yeah, it was yeah. Professor X, it was Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was... It's really it for spoilers. Um, post credit scene? I'm only saying scene, because the second one didn't matter. Yeah. But uh, we had Charlize Theron come out, and she's like Dormammu's uh, daughter. Niece. Or niece. Yeah. Clea. Yeah. And shows him them going into the dark dimension. Yeah, with his third eye. Yeah, and apparently uh, they have a love interest in the mm-hmm. comics. And they smush. Yeah, they smush. So. And she's pretty like dope sorcerer. So I feel like they're going to be cool at one point. Probably fuck. And then it's going to get into like, oh, you're really a villain. Mm-hmm. that it'll be like that would be the big twist yeah that's my thoughts yeah I definitely anything else for Doctor Strange Doctor Taming the Strange uh <laughs> uh I don't know I feel like I, I didn't really love the Christine scenes yeah but she was necessary because it showed the one constant across the multiverse is yeah, Christine yeah it was like being uh, yeah, life. with Christine it's like nah it's like oh okay good that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> this adds up. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad, but... Uh. Oh, and the scene where they go through the different multiverses, that was awesome. Yeah, that's Like, sweet. the standard Doctor Strange crazy moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was good, serviceable movie. Recommend it. Worth a ticket. I agree. But let's move away from that review, though. We'll take it over to some Star Wars information. Yep. So, it looks like we'll be getting a... The Taika Waititi Star Wars movie by the end of the, either this year or next year. What? Yeah. But I feel like that's out of nowhere. Or no, next year probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said that's out of nowhere if it's this year. Yeah, like they're going to start, like, they, like, they've been, like, working on, like, what it's going to be. So, like, they're probably going to, like, start to move the production soon. It's crazy. Like, be getting a trailer soon. Wow. Probably, like, next year, get a trailer, end of the year, get the movie. I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and then they're also working on a Rogue Squadron movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. Big ant on that. Big ant. It needs to be told to me that it's good before I give it a chance. Yeah, if it's, if it's kind of like Rogue One, I could be for it. It depends. It depends. 
He's a just wedge. It's about like wedging his crew. <laughs> Maybe. Because he's a rogue, or he's yeah. in a rogue, rogue mm-hmm. squadron. I think so, but... That's stupid. They also have the Ryan Johnson trilogy they're going to be working on that takes place after episode 9. That's getting tabled while he works on his Knives Out sequels. Good. They're still planning on doing it, apparently, but they don't know when. If he does a trilogy, it could be good. Mm-hmm. But if he just does one movie, it's going to be bad. Um, and then Kathleen Kennedy came out and said that they will not be casting younger actors to play established roles like in Solo. Um, because in her mind, that's what caused that movie to fail. I don't she's think that was the thing. That wasn't the reason. No, it's because like, she's the worst. Well, yeah. Number one, she's the worst. But I think the castings were great. You know, it was just the bad writing that made the movie horrible and unwatchable. Yeah. Um, like, Lando Calrissian and Donald Glover, that casting uh, was just... It's probably the best thing they've done since Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan. Yeah, the definitely. Casting, Absolutely. Um, and then... I don't know. And I think the young Han Solo, like, he looked the part... He kind of delivered it well, but it was just the bad writing. It, it was, what's your last name? I don't have a last name. Solo. <laughs> That's what made the movie suck. <laughs> and he just gets thrown in the pit and like, oh, hey, Wookiee. He goes, oh, geez, he knows my language. <laughs> yeah. We're cool. Let's, let's be best friends forever now. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. That's, there's a lot of dumb things in that movie. Um, oh, the ending whenever it's just uh, that scene from The Office and they're all pointing their finger guns at each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's literally, like, this guy got portrayed, but then this person got portrayed, and that person got portrayed, but then they portrayed the betrayer, so now they're double-crossed. No, double-crossed you. Yeah, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all I had for Star Wars. I just, I saw she said that, and I was like, I can't let that just sit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, apparently, Warner Brothers has already cut back Amber Heard's role in Aquaman 2, and apparently, apparently they want to cut it entirely. They should. As they should. They should, fuck her. But I kind of have an idea here. All right, so in one of the Flashpoint, in like the Flashpoint comic, there's a storyline where Wonder Woman and Aquaman have an affair. And then Mira finds out about it, and Wonder Woman kills, like literally beheads Mira. And it leads to a war between the Amazons and the Atlanteans. Are you sweet? Could be kind of sick. I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they'll do it either. Like, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Could you imagine just killing off Amber Heard that way in your universe? That'd be sick. <laughs> I, I'd love that. Um, and then all, all really else I had was Ch- the Chippendale movie is kind of getting good reviews right now. Nice. Looking good, so I'll probably definitely check that out whenever it comes on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, is then, it not going to be in theaters? Uh, maybe both, I think. I don't know. Hopefully. I'd watch if it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, and then Pixar announces their new movie, Elemental. It's going to feature a world of fire, water, air, and earth living in a society. I, I, I guess, like, they did the emotions with Inside Out, they did Souls, and now it's like, Elements. Mm, that's stupid. <laughs> it'll probably be good. It'll probably be Oscar-nommed. What if the fire elements try to take over the other part of the world? So they they should the like, elements. an image of, like, a, uh, uh, what's a, a, scre- a screenboard play? Yeah, and it was the the fire element was like some chick, and then the water was like some dude, and they were like walking down a town, and you just see like, like rock things, and the yeah, well, if it's just Avatar, but with this, the, the what if you like have the Avatar? And yeah. Like, yeah, I'm trying to control multiple elements, and it's like you can't do that. Whoa, we're separate but equal. Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> Don't make it from there. Don't make it political. But that's all I have for movies. Anything that you want to take over? 
before we do it over TV. No. Alright. So for TV, um, whenever we were away, the Lakers show dropped their finale for that winning time show. Did mm-hmm. you get a chance to check it out? I did. What were your thoughts? It was good. Yeah. It was good. It's nice little bow. Bow on top of the package. Absolutely. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked how they wrapped it up. I, I liked the show. I like the, the swan reaction. song analogy. Yeah, I agree. That was cool. Like, open great and then close with that. Mm-hmm. Um, then just the whole, like, yeah, the commission, like, David Stern shows up and he's like, where's the commissioner? He's like, oh, yeah, he's, like, on the helicopter. Yeah, they, <laughs> they they're like, yeah, he's win. not coming. I don't think you're going to win. And yeah. then, boom, like, then just, he's like get, get, get the commissioner here now. <laughs> he's like, helicopters. Like, what can I tell you? <laughs> That's funny. No, but I enjoyed it. Um, so, did Kareem and Magic get beef because of that whole MVP of the finals award? I never heard it before. Or it was just one of those things where, like, Kareem was just like, because um, he t- he did tell him at the end, like, now we're good. Don't worry about it. I, I, I just have a feeling in real life that's not how it went down. Okay, true, true. I, I feel like in real life, but, it, it was just magic going You can definitely it. see how Jean, uh, Jeannie Buss was, like, behind this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he had, Her like, asshole brothers were, like, yeah. being douchebags, and she's, like, being all, like, sentimental. <laughs> and she's, like, the brave, bold one in the end. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely had influence. Um, I mean, I, I just think... There's some things they do for the show and some things that aren't. And I 100% think yeah. that's just for the show. The uh, MVP thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Gene Buss. Yeah, that's, that's she definitely, <laughs> you can definitely tell. Um, and did you also notice, I never saw, never saw this till this week, until after all this Jerry West shit and all that stuff. Yeah. They just, uh, they ended it with, um, the this is based on a true story. Some of these are dramatized. Some of these characters. Oh. A little disclaimer at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, we had that in our show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't sue us. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Um, anything else from the Lakers finale though? No, I love I mean I liked it a lot. Yeah. I can't wait for the rest of it was nice to see the Lakers win this year. Yeah. <laughs> um anyways, let's take it over. The couple new trailers dropped this past week too. We had She Hulk drop their trailer. And a lot of mixed reviews coming in for that trailer. Um the CGI looks so bad. It looks it unbearable. Looks yeah, it just looks so bad. It looks like... I saw people online just ripping apart, showing, like, uh, Davy Jones from 2006, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and that then is. She-Hulk. And it's like, this was CGI in 2006 with a $25 million more budget. Yeah. And this is what we have for this TV show. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That was bad. And then they showed also the Ghost Rider from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Yeah. And that was insane on a much lower budget. And then this show, just nothing. Like, It's cheers. so bad. Um, it's, like, unbearable. I'm not going to watch it if it's like that. Like, the, the humor doesn't look that good to me. But, like, I would watch it even with that humor. Just because it's Marvel. And I, I want to see, like, Easter eggs and shit like that. Um, and then you see... I think, the, I think there's two things that can save this show. I think Daredevil being in it for more than three episodes. Agreed. Like, if he's, like, an actual character in the season, which could be because the whole point of it is they're setting up a, uh, like, a superhero lawyer program where it's, like, lawyers for the superheroes. Yeah. And who's the perfect candidate for that? Fucking Matt Murdock. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so if you don't have him in the show, I think that's a bad move. And then I think Abomination. I think of Abomination. She's in, he's in the trailer. Yeah, he's in the trailer. Twice. But I think if he can be, like, a kit like if he can kill it, if yeah. he's in it for like an extended role, like almost like the villain, it could be good. That could be, yeah. Um, but that's really the only two things I can save it in my book. 
I think it's going to be like probably worse than a Falcon Winter Soldier. I think it's going to be and worse. I think it'll be the worst. It, one. it has to be thirty minute episodes too. If it's an hour, I'm out. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I think I'm going. I think I'm honestly going to watch it like like uh, via like breakdowns and reviews. Yeah, I'll probably watch the first episode, give it the due due diligence, but. I don't know. I probably won't be as adamant. I'll probably watch it because if it's a half an hour, it's like whatever. If it's a half hour, though. Yeah, true. But it could be way more. If it's an hour, I'm with you. Where I'd be like, I don't care if I see it the day it comes out. Yeah. But if it's like only half an hour, I'll probably watch it. Make time to watch it. Um, anything from She-Hulk? Uh, no, I'm mad on it. I did see one more good edit though. They they took the. Uh, she-Hulk title that they had mm-hmm. of the like mo- like the TV show poster, and they took it. They moved the she down over Hulk and made it Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek Attorney at Law. That's great. Because <laughs> that's kind of what it looks like CGI wise. Um, but then we had the Boys season three trailer as well this week. That looks that looks pretty damn good. Yeah, you think so? Uh, yeah, I thought it looked good. Um, obviously, I, I also thought that, uh, uh, the first teaser looked good, too, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sitting on the boys, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's gonna be... See a lot more Soldier Boy. Yeah, it looks like there's they're gonna give powers to, like, regular people, too, so I'm excited to see who gets the powers, what powers do those entail, mm-hmm. and what they do with them. I feel like, I feel like the Butcher is gonna become evil. I can see, I can see Butcher doing that. Like, kind of like do some fuckery when he's on the superhero drug. I can see that too. And it's gonna be they like, kind of tease that a little bit, like, yeah. calm down, all that stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for that, really. Um, and then lastly, I had, uh, this week we're going to be getting Obi-Wan Kenobi, finally. And we're going to be getting Stranger Things. And Stranger Things, so, uh, the directors came out for the show, and they said that they have two episodes... That are longer than both uh, the Free Guy movie and the Adam Project. Jeez. Yeah, like two hour episodes. Jeez, that's <laughs> crazy. I know the finale is one of them. I think. That's crazy. Yeah, two hours for an episode. And dude. how many episodes? Uh, I don't think many, but it's like that's nuts. That's it's insane. I can't wait. I'm gonna I binge know. it in a day. <sighs> yeah, that's me sick. Yeah, I can't. I'm so excited. That's too sick. And they, they have a good budget now, too. So, like, it could be, like, some sick CGI and shit. And they're saying that it's going to be, uh, like, a lot more, like, adult content. Like, as far as, like, mm-hmm. horror and, like, actually scaring you. Whereas, like, the first few seasons was more, like, thriller, jump scare kind of shit. Like, supernatural freaky. So, this is going to be, like, more like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to rewatch some of it, but I, I can't wait for it. Because mm-hmm. the trailers, they get me back into it. I was kind of out of it when it yeah. was the whole Hopper reveal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, dude, he's, that sucks that they, they told him he's alive already. But, I know, I agree. But yeah. the trailer kind of brought me back in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in last minute? Um, I don't think so. Right. I, I don't think I've been watching anything. No. Um, I've been a busy boy. Well, let's take it over to Jams of the Week. Um... Well, before Jams of the Week, Kendrick Lamar dropped his new album. Um, it is titled... Let me see here. Miss, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah. I listened to it all. Um, very good bars. Good flow. Nothing to really ride home about, though. Mm-hmm. No, like, bops. Yeah. You know? It was like his soapbox album. 
where he just gets on, does political things, and then, all right, there you go. Like, good flow and all that, but overall, like, I probably won't listen to it again, like, all the way through like that. Yeah, I probably, I don't know. I need to hear songs from it. And then the Chainsmokers also released their album, So Far, So Good. Um, so Far, So Good. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. Like, at Chainsmokers, it's kind of the same thing. It's a lot of the same song you'll hear over and over again throughout the album, but I mean, it was okay. It was a good listen. Probably you'll like take a few songs from it, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with your jams of the week, I do have a couple samples from the two albums. I have High by the Chainsmokers, which I think just came out before. Who is it? High by the Chainsmokers. Yeah, who's with it? I don't know. Uh, doesn't say. I don't hate it. Yeah. And then I had I Love You by the Chainsmokers. Um, I will say, though, that Chainsmokers album I listened to when I was drunk going out to Johnstown this past weekend. So, like, it filled that time for the trip. Mm-hmm. And it was a good listen to for driving, like, highway kind of roads. Yeah. You know, it was a good vibe for that. Uh, I also have in here N95 by Kendrick Lamar from his new album. And that was probably the better one from the album. Um, but then, aside from that, I have a song by Griffin and Olivia Bryan, Caught Up. Good vibe. I fucked with it. Um, then lastly, I think this is probably jam, but Cooped Up, Post Malone, and Roddy Rich. fan of any of them uh, i kind of just faced out <laughs> i was just vibing to them actually no i'm not even kidding i i was listening to them i just wasn't like yeah yeah attention. just vibe just vibe. Oh, yeah so you pick i'll give the cooped up all right Roddy rich and uh and that's last one. one yeah yeah also a little pop pop in there for music big booty mix uh dropped volume 21 this past week uh they did the live show so that means it'll probably be available on all their platforms uh Maybe in like a week or two, I'm thinking. They Hopefully. usually take a couple of weeks to get it out there. 
Hopefully. But I did listen to it on SoundCloud. I found somebody who leaked the live stream. And the, fir- the first, like, part of it, I, I just want to listen to the first part. Um, but the first song was good. Second two songs were meh. But then the first, like, little audio clip they do before a drop was fantastic. <laughs> it, it was the, she's a witch, bro. She's a witch. <laughs> That's a great one. Oh uh, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to. I can't wait to watch that mm-hmm. one. But anyways, with that, Ryan, take it away. Um, all right, another week in the books. Shout out to everyone who listens each week. Definitely spread the word. Um, Koozie, seven dollars a piece. Kent's Brothers Painting, give them a call if you need a paint job. Mm-hmm. Um, or any kind of job. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, no free. No free quotes on the other jobs. No quotes at all on the other jobs. Uh, but anyway, to change the line of the week, when she leave me, she gonna need a perm, throat lozenges, and need a comb. I like that one. True. Throwing throat lozenges in that. Yeah, for like blowjobs, jobs. Yeah, yeah. Full circle. Full circle. Alright, see you guys. Peace out. Couldn't tell. I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. She swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat See, see.